Hey everyone, happy Friday and welcome to the Gathering Movement. I'm here today with the beautiful Don Reynolds and we're gonna be talking a little bit about feng shui, but really more importantly, doing the damn thing, which I just love. So thank you, Don, for being here. I love that. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I always like to give everyone a little bit of like that backstory of how we first connected. And was this a year ago? Yeah, definitely a year. Like we, yeah, at the little coffee shop. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, yep. So this is exciting because we have met in person. We have that, you know, just intimacy of of understanding each other, of actually being physically. Yes, um, I miss it. I can't wait. <laughs> me too. Okay. So, so I'm excited because. First of all, I want everyone to know about feng shui because I find it fascinating. But really more importantly, I love this piece of doing the damn thing, taking action, staying accountable. So I'd love for you to share a little bit of like the origin story of how you found feng shui or how feng shui found you probably. Okay. So a long time ago, <laughs> um, in New York, so in New York City, a long time ago, you used to be able to buy two dozen roses for 10 bucks. So I was in my 20s and I just, I loved art and dried flowers. So I thought I was going to weave this gorgeous canopy of these dried roses and I had tons of them dried. And I don't know how I came upon this article about feng shui and it said dried flowers and herbs were dead energy. I said, oh, what the? I threw those suckers out so fast. I was like, Where's the romance and dead energy in my bedroom? Oh no, I got rid of them. And it just really spoke to me and I just followed it to a T. And every time I followed any, I would say, um, any hit, any idea, any thought, any gut instinct, those, those intentions that came through, I was, I was always felt good. I always felt grounded and I've always felt like I was in the right direction. So the moment I found that, and I have been doing it for like 30 years now. So, um, and throughout everything I've done, my, you know, my past career, I did um, wardrobe and costuming for Broadway shows. So when you're on tour and you're living in hotel rooms, you always want to make it feel warm and feel like home. So you're connected in some way. So I would, I would find where to put, a f I always had fresh flowers. I actually had a blow up um, vase and it, you put water in it and I would stick it on the big window and I buy, always have a fresh flower in there. I would burn my sage. I would have the everything. So that's how I found it. And I've always carried it through and people seem, at least my friends, they seem like <laughs> they were so open to any suggestions, whether they, you know, asked for a suggestion or not. Um, I offered it and everyone seemed to welcome it. And just that, that energy and creating positive flow has always seemed to work. So I take it in and I go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And I actually knew the thing about the dried flowers. <laughs> uh, fascinating. So we'll have to talk a little bit more about that. Uh -huh. Um, for for those listening who maybe have never even seen this word spelled or have never heard about feng shui, like basic definition, what is feng shui? Okay, so feng shui is an ancient Chinese practice 
of creating positive energy flow in your space, the spaces that you occupy most of the time. So that can be in your workspace and or your home space. So let's say your home office, we're all in our home offices now. And, and now that you're home, and I've gotten this from a lot of friends and they need a lot of suggestions is that it doesn't reflect who you are. Your home at all isn't reflecting who you are. It's chaotic. You can't find the piece of paper you just wrote on, something the boss is calling you for. You had that pot downstairs in the kitchen. You've got things in here. You're looking at that vase, that paisley vase that your aunt gave you. You can't stand it. And you don't want it, but you feel guilty about getting rid of it. And so it's all those different energies. And you just have to work on channeling those, getting rid of the clutter, so that you have an open space and an open space opens opportunity to come to you. If it's cluttered, your brain is cluttered, you're foggy, you're agitated, and we all want a balanced nervous system. And the only way to have that is to really look at your space. So with this form of Chinese um, foundational energy, you, um, you really can read the story of your space and what it's telling about you because as within, so without. So your consciousness is reflected in your space. And your space really mirrors back your consciousness. So if you're chaotic, then you're messed up and can't figure, figure stuff out. You know your house is full of crap. You know there's a junk drawer that has no purpose and you just need to get rid of it. and the one thing I always remind everybody, there's a saying, you can't hide from those feng shui eyes. Mm -hmm. So just because no one else can see it, you know that closet is a mess. You know you have no reason to have paper bills lying around from AT&T from 1982. <laughs> just, there are wealth of things that you are well aware of that in your gut, you know it's time to move on. And um, I help people move from that. I read the untold story. Like they tell me what they want and they tell me where they think they are. And then when I walk in, I can see the symbolism of where they truly are. And we just make some adjustments from that. And so also within feng shui, there are two schools. So there's the compass school, which is very directional. It has kind of strict guidelines. So there are definite always and never. So if it's not in the north northwest or the southeast it's a no so i studied form school which i love because it's very relational and it's soft and fluid so i work with people because life is ever changing one of the pillars of feng shui is that everything constantly changes every day you wake up you change, you've changed your mind your body has changed the flowers have changed the air has changed so with form school, we tend to work with people and help them become friends with change. And then we work with what they have because there is no given and there is no definite, as we all know from this pandemic moment. <laughs> I really appreciate your way of um, explaining this and it's just so relatable. Uh, I think of a couple things first with everyone being home. And my parents are, are redoing their kitchen and they can't even get appliances because everyone is starting to become aware of their environment. Truly, I think you are so spot on with that. Um, and 
my second point to this is how empowering that we can look around our spaces and we can understand that there's something going on within us. And we can say, we can shift something outside of ourselves, which affects the inside. And we can shift something inside, which affects the outside. So I'd love to hear like in your own words, how this work of feng shui and really accountability to actually do this, to implement, um, empowers people to be the leader of their life. Oh man, Um, there is nothing more comfortable and comforting then not being in control of your next steps. You don't have to know the entire, I mean, I, I, I'm very guilty of saying, but how, how is that going to happen? But you're never going to always know every step of it because you haven't been on earth long enough to know everything. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to trust in your gut. You really have to trust every intuitive hit you get that says, go do this, go do this, go do this. So let's talk. I um, I really dug in a long time ago when um, my mother got sick and I just had to leave what I was doing for a while. I couldn't do the shows full time. So I had a dream to make banana bread. Who has a dream about banana bread. Um, We made cakes from scratch, all that stuff. Um, And it came to me three times. And I said, well, I got to do it. Whatever. And then I picked a a recipe from a famous chef and it was horrible. And I thought, I can do better than this. And my mother was shrinking from all the toxins and she ended up in a wheelchair and I wanted her to have something. I said, I'm supposed to try this. And she was able to eat it and so were other people in um, in where she Sloan Kettering. So I was like, okay, you gotta do something with this. Mm-hmm. So that was the first step. And then it led to me being able to just work part-time on shows and be able to create a company. And I ended up with corporate contracts and I was able to help other people. And um, it was just an amazing, it was an amazing moment of just trusting your gut, take the shot, make the phone call. I sat down with a bunch of um, charter aircrafts because I wanted it on there because I felt like we get crap when we go on a plane and I love travel and I have traveled and I'm like, nobody gets anything out of pretzels. There is nothing there for you. So why not have something of nutritional benefit that has no preservatives? So I was really working on that, but here's the catch. So just before this pandemic, nothing would work. I was trying to really skyrocket it and every door closed, every kitchen wouldn't work out. And this is where I had to sit down and say, you got it. You're not supposed to be doing this. It's just not working. And it wasn't in my, it wasn't anything that I did. The product was great. Everyone loved it, but the contracts wouldn't work and it just didn't work. And thank God it didn't because I would be homeless because I was going to rely on the airline industry and international food shipping because I wanted it in Dubai and I wanted it in Abu Dhabi and I was working on all of that and looking for a factory, I would be homeless. So when it doesn't happen, you follow your gut and it doesn't happen, 
look where I am. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's such a good reminder because sometimes we push and we push and we push and we push and we're like, why isn't this working? Yeah. But sometimes source just has, has another plan for us. And I admire your, your ability to surrender and, and know that there was something else for you, which we can see right now because I just see you thriving. And it's so beautiful to hear you talking about feng shui, but also implementing this as a, a lifestyle mm-hmm. in someone's lives and empowering them to, to take hold of the reins and say, I can do this for myself. I can create opportunities based on my on my spatial awareness. Um, so I'd love to hear some of the people that you've been able to work with now and what the transformation of feng shui looks like in, in a person's life. Oh, well, the most recent happy moment is a woman who found me online and she needed to, she wanted to sell her house, but it wasn't moving. It's this beautiful, beautiful home in Connecticut. And um, it looked great. Like she had it, it was clean, but um, I tweaked some of like the entryway wasn't welcoming. When you looked, you saw the blinds were a train wreck in the basement. You can see it out front. And when you walked in the door, you couldn't open the door all the way. So two people couldn't walk through together. So it's not welcoming for a family that's going to have kids and things like that. And so there were lots of little things to tweak. There were um, the bedrooms were empty. Some of them needed something. So you give people a story. So let's say in um, one of the bedrooms, since it was like the master suite, and I said, well, why don't you put a bar cart in there with um a bottle of champagne and some glasses. So they think this is their retreat because they have five kids. So when they in that room, that's their retreat and it feels like just a hotel room. So there's lots of little things and we made a ton of things. And that garage was her wealth corner. And let me just say the garage is my wealth corner too. Gotta clean those garages <laughs> and put little um, enhancements out there. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so we fixed a bunch of stuff and she was able to sell it. And she is now in New Mexico. She's not here for the winter. It's 16 degrees. She's not here. <laughs> so I'm so excited for her to move forward and she's an artist and she's letting go of all this other stuff, this contract and project management. And she's thrilled, thrilled. Mm. What I find so cool about feng shui is it's, it makes sense. Um, And most of us just don't have like the language or the understanding or practice or or the knowledge of feng shui to understand that there is a system um, going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But just as you said, like the front door couldn't open for two people. People didn't feel invited. And I think this also reminds us that we are intuitive. Like we can sense this internally without having the language or the understanding of feng shui. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, there are lots of little things. So, um, the one rule that I love and I tell everyone is no shoes under your bed. And we all throw crap under the bed, right? Because that means, so your bedrooms are for romance or rest and shoes under the bed mean love walks in and out of your life. It's the symbolism mm-hmm. of it. So we don't want that. And <laughs> so you gotta move those elsewhere. Um, the first 
thing you see when you walk through the door is your welcome mat to any guest. So what's that image? Is it a is it a violent picture of a revolutionary war? I don't know. It could be anything, but it needs to be something that is warm and welcoming and and homey. Um, and it needs to speak to who you are and not just because you saw it on TV and you think the lighted initials that say, hey, how are you? Welcome, you know, on HGTV. It's not necessarily welcoming. <laughs> so, you know, there are lots of things, your plants, um, there's symbolism in not having in your bedroom. To, they don't have to match, but you should have two. I mean, if you want a relationship, <laughs> you should have two. So each person, and that symbolizes sharing it because you don't want technically, they call it a one night stand. You only have one night stand. So you don't want that. You want two. So you make space for two. Yeah. It's all those little things. And I've made those mistakes. Oh, my big mistake. I had a beautiful, I have this beautiful, um, painting and it's a, it's a print of a painting by this artist named Andrew Wyeth and he's from Maine and it's very stark but it's this black girl and it looks like it's from the 1800s mm -hmm. and she looks like she got in trouble but it's so well done and then I realized I I want I want a relationship that's in the wrong corner no I took that, that thing down it's <laughs> not hanging in this house, you know? So when you step back, I have to step back and look at what I'm saying as right. well. I have a lot of images of women and strong women, but it wasn't balanced. There wasn't enough mm -hmm. male energy. So I had to change everything when mm -hmm. I sat back and looked at my own issues and what, what I needed to address. It's so cool. And in this, uh, in this house hunting journey that my husband and I are on, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that when you walk into the bedroom, the bed should be looking at you. Like you should walk in to see the bed. Mm -hmm. And we went to one home where you walk in, the bed is like to the left of you. Oh yeah. Right. And I was like, something feels weird. Like there's not space. It's not, it doesn't feel safe. It yeah. It didn't function. Like you should be able to see the bed. It doesn't have to be directly across from the door, but you should be able to see the door when you're laying in bed comfortably because you need to see what's coming towards you. Yeah. So yeah. you're not defensive. Right. Uh, and yeah. it's all these little things. And I remember about uh, toilet seats all should be like covered, oh, closed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Toilet Start seats, camp. you can get used to the drains being closed as well because the chi flows down the drain. Yep. And you don't want that to flow away. And, you know, yeah. Little things, and who knew? You know, you don't know unless someone tells you. So I have always rooted my lifestyle in feng shui, and I love sharing that with everyone. So that I feel like has been part of my purpose and mission, so that we can all have this balanced, comfortable life of peace and and you know harmony. I think you. Uh, I don't think you share it so beautifully. So. I'll just reflect that back to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm curious where the accountability piece comes into this work. Is it that you share these these tips or these secrets um, with your clients and it's challenging for them to actually put this into place? Like what happens? Um, well, what I found is that 
you know, it's, and it's just like therapy. You can, if you're a therapist and you give people, you know, the tools and tips and a whole plan, they have to actually do the work. You got to do the damn thing. And sometimes you need someone you are held accountable to because you'll feel bad if you don't do it. And they're going to be like, well, what the, what, what the hell happened? You know? Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, and I don't press that. I'm like, well, why didn't you do it? And it's hard for people to change. It's hard to up level because there's fear of success. There's fear of failure. There's all embarrassment if it doesn't work out. And believe me, before I really started holding myself accountable and really following my intuitive hits, I not holding myself accountable allowed me to not take responsibility and blame somebody else for where I was. It allowed me to say, well, I'm not making enough money because, you know, they're not paying enough and that's not what the contract is, but I should negotiate my contract. And in doing that, you take, you empower yourself. And if they say no, they say no. And you just have to develop that sense of self-security and power in you, who you are, to know that the right thing will come through, the money will come through. So I needed to create the accountability coaching to help. I was already doing it for my friends. I say, oh, you want to stick to that? You call me. I'll call you. I'll make sure you do your two, your 10,000 steps. You, you, I will FaceTime you at 6 a.m. every day. I want to see you at the newsstand in your sneakers. And so I would do that with friends. And I thought, why not help others? Because it seems to work. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And my work is so action driven because I, I probably, you probably agree with this as well, but it's in the action that we not only get clarity, but we get the experience of who we are. We, we literally learn through our own experience of doing the thing, of doing the damn thing. And I just think it's, it's brilliant how you can bring that into your work because then it moves far beyond just understanding feng shui it's let's implement all of this into your life so you can feel more peaceful you can feel more at ease you can feel more successful in all areas of your life mm -hmm. and it's okay if you try it i mean believe me and putting this out there i'm not i'm not tech savvy it is the most frustrating thing on the planet um but i mean what's going to happen? I'm already, you know, what's going to happen? We're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm in the house by myself. So you may as well try it and put it out. And if it resonates with people, they'll come to you. And um, that seems to be what's working. So I'm going to, in a couple of weeks, I'll launch the accountability coaching officially. And I will have all those offers on the table for everyone to see. And now I have a wealth of free information and tips and things on the Ansudge Lifestyle website so people can get a lot of little cute little tips to get them started and get a feel for it. You know, you don't have to dive all the way in, but you can certainly um, open up opportunity with mm. doing a few little tweaks here and there. Mm. I love that. For you, who has been, or have you read a book that's been super inspiring about feng shui? Who's been your teacher? Uh, Tara Catherine Collins. Let me get the book. Let me get the book. It's right there. <laughs> um, there are two. So Tara Catherine Collins is the um, founder of the Western School of Feng Shui, which is where I studied. And um, 
she has two, The Western Guide to Feng Shui, Room by Room. Mm. And this is the original, The Western Guide to Feng Shui. These are the foundation of life. They're so good. And it's very detailed. And you can walk through and you can go to, you know, the, um, the Bagua area. And it tells you how to lay out the map on your floor plan and what you can tweak and what you can look for. It is unbelievable. And I love her. She is the most wonderful woman. So um, everybody just check out the Western Guide to Feng Shui. Tara Catherine Collins, you can get them anywhere. And um, you will love getting your start. I'm like, okay, I need to add this to my Amazon card. <laughs> like, make sure that right now <laughs> it's going to be perfect. Um, so cool. Any any final words about feng shui, about doing the damn thing? Any kind of final remarks about about this conversation? Well, you know, I I don't want anyone to be intimidated by it. Take the shot, and I really want people to try to trust your gut. I mean, that's the big deal. Um, and if it comes to mind, my rule is if it comes to mind three times, you have to act on it. So if it's on your mind and you blow it off and then it comes back to you, you blow it off. But if, if it's a third time, there's a reason for it. And it may be, you know, for you to take their 10,000 steps in the middle of the day as opposed to the morning and then you may be running into the right person to help you make your next move. You don't know. It could be, you know, someone might drop their keys. You help this elderly person with the keys and then you have a conversation as he walks to his car. You don't know. So if it comes to mind three times, you gotta do it. I love that. The good reminder of like the kismet experiences that just tend to happen. Yeah. Yeah, synchronicity is big and it's really big in my life. I've learned to pay attention to it when it doesn't work out and you, you know, the car didn't work and then somebody canceled. There's a reason why you were not meant to be on the road at that time. You weren't meant to go to that party. Um, something there, uh, you know, it's that, and it's not necessarily negative. It could be positive. Maybe you were supposed to sit your ass down and rest and not run. <laughs> and it could be anything. So uh, I say follow those pings, follow those intuitive hits. That is the utmost for me. And um, clear out the clutter. Don't feel guilty about getting rid of Aunt Joe's um, Paisley couch. Like, man, it's okay. And she'll be all right. <laughs> she'll be okay. You have to have the things you love around you. And then you vibe that out into the world and it's a ripple effect. We're all connected. And that's the big pillar of um, feng shui is that we're all, everything is energy, everything is connected and everything changes. And if you can become friends with change, your life will, will make amazing changes um, and you will just enjoy every day because you're not stressed and not, afraid of what's to come because it's something's coming something's coming so have a seat know that it's going to change because the leaves changed this morning so it's okay okay well mic drop mic drop, mic drop. <laughs>
Damn. Yeah, that's that's it. I think everything you just said is is everything we need to be reminded of every single day. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. I love this. <laughs> I You're love so welcome. I would love for you to share um, how people can get in contact with you if you have something coming up that might intrigue someone who's listening. Okay, so there are a couple of things. You can find me at ansuchlifestyle.com. I'm on Instagram as ansuchlifestyle. And um, I'm going to, my vision board work, workshop worked out very well. I, I love doing them because I always believe out of sight, out of mind. If it's in front of you, you will always be reminded of it. It's subtle, it's subconscious, and, and that really works. So I'm going to have a new vision board workshop. I'm going to put that up on the website by the end of the day, by six o'clock. And that will be in one week. And um, my vision board workshop is rooted in feng shui with the Bagua map, and we have a lot of fun. So um, I'm going to do that. And then in a couple of weeks, I'm going to officially launch that accountability coaching. I post feng shui tips. There's a feng shui Fridays where I give a physical tip for moving things in your space. And on Wednesdays, it's the inner wellness and the emotional sanctuary that we need in our lives. And I I post a tip on how to create your inner sanctuary. So um, check out my Instagram and you can also check me out on TikTok at Ann Such Lifestyle. Beautiful. We'll have all the all the links. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm so grateful. This has been exciting to uh, to connect in this way and hear you just talk about feng shui. It's very exciting. Thank you so much. And I love the rock the mic going live and as i told you and i should tell everyone so starting february 1st i'm going to be live at 10 o'clock every day monday through friday on instagram so cool perfect yes. thank you thank you so much thank you thank so you. much thank you I love this. And I just want to share with everyone who's listening to, to really further this mission of my goal is to interview hundred people this year, which is absolutely happening. It's we're, we're flying by. Um, it's not only the mission of me is to amplify the voices of change makers, way showers, both spoken and written. So we do have the book legacy speaks coming out. And this is a group of powerhouse women leading a life worth remembering. So for anyone who's out there who would like to contribute to this book project, who wants to be an author, who is a coach and really wants to get their word, their legacy, their business mm -hmm. in physical form, mm -hmm. you can let me know. And that is that is my invitation to everyone who's listening and has been following the series. Wonderful, I love it. And I'll share that all over my Instagram and TikTok and everything that I can. I love it. You're the best. Thank you so much, Dawn. And thank you to everyone who supports this mission. I, I love everyone. And just thank you. Exciting. Thank you. Thanks, Dawn. All right. See you guys next week. Okay. See you. Bye.